Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Here's my question. Why haven't we had a superhero movie when it comes to like some kind of cybersecurity hero? Because Mm. isn't that the industry and the era that we live in? Like some nerdy guy that's like, I'm going to unhack everything. I don't even know the terms. Like I'm not nerdy enough to even know the terminology to talk about this superhero. Or does this superhero already exist? I'm not going to lie. I don't care about superhero movies. She exists. The movie exists. It's called The Net with Sandra Bullock. Oh, my God. Of course. God. First one. So nerdy. I watched that. I love that movie. You uh, watched it? Yeah, I love that movie. It's great. It's really good. Sandy peak form. That's when the internet was. Nobody really knew what it was. And it was called The Net. And she figured it out. It's 1995, Jinx. (laughs) That's what makes it awesome. The technology is incredible. And incredibly bad. You're like. Probably dial up. Yeah. Sandy's there figuring it out. Saving our lives. And the, the, the lines they throw out. You don't understand. All of our information is out there for everyone. Which, of course, we know now, but back then it was like, whoa, oh, Sandra Bullock is on. Thank God we have her to save us from the net. Sandra Bullock was in this movie? Yes, she's the lead character. She's great in it. Oh, my God. How have I never heard of this? You got to watch it. 1995, that's why. It's unintentional comedy now, but it's also it's a good movie. But also <laughs> the technology is a billion years old. It, it, you will cackle at the the warning signs that they flash out about what the Internet could be. Oh, so, you got your floppy ooh, disk yeah. out, you know, Pull save out. your information and your pictures right. from AOL 3.0. That's right. Okay. I wish I could transition to NFL Read and React from the net. I can't. Let's bring you Bill. We talked to Bill. Bill, how are you this morning? I am well. And, yes, they do talk about disks in the net. The, I've yes. seen the movie. I mean, I remember the movie. Right, yeah. I mean, that was the whole thing. Is she goes to Mexico, right? Isn't that the thing? She was in Mexico with this new job oh, that yeah. she's doing and. Is that and, movie almost 30 years old? Yeah, it's 1995. Oh, my God. Yeah. God bless. Good. Watch that today, Chelsea. It's not good. No. Chelsea does <laughs> not like being terrible. told what to watch. No, she does not. No. Have you not no. this out She doesn't let me told anything. I'm yeah. sorry, Chelsea. Don't watch whatever you want. Watch Don't do want. that. All right, let's, let's get to this before we continue to talk about 1990s <laughs> movies. Last week, one of our read and reacts was if the Jets could survive with Zach Wilton as quarterback. This week doing a complete 180 we're going the other way and ask would they be better off without zach wilson at quarterback jinx what are we doing with the jets god all right i was reading something on the net yesterday 
Okay. <laughs> You're doing HR training. <laughs> and Time when I run on the James. net, this new thing, it's called Twitter. I don't know if you've been on it. It's called X. It's yeah. called X now. But oh, yeah. wow. I'm way behind. <laughs> See? I'm still way back. I'm still catching up with you guys. I was, I was rearranging my top eight on MySpace. So here's the thing. Is that someone made a very good point, which is Zach Wilson probably isn't the answer, but also who looks good against Micah Parsons? The answer is very few quarterbacks. I am going to, I don't think he's the answer. I'm going to give this kid one more week. And now he's facing the Patriots. Probably not the smart thing to do. I'm going to say no for now, but somebody's got to say it. Give the kid some credit. But I think that I'm definitely wrong. Here's what I hate about quarterback discussions. People love to say this quarterback's not the answer. Well, you've got to provide another answer because teams can't go single without a quarterback. You got to have a quarterback. So unless you have a better option on the table, this is a moot point. Like, I know some people are floating the idea that maybe if the Vikings can't win any games, you could possibly get Kirk Cousins. But other than that, like, what is your best option? Like, don't say Matt Ryan. Don't say whatever free agent oh. quarterback that's still out there. Like, what are the old guys that people are saying, oh, Joe Flacco's packing his suitcase? He's terrible, too. <laughs> so at least maybe Zach Wilson has some kind of potential that is still lurking mm. under the surface because he had to he had to play two very solid defenses. Like you said, Micah Parsons is really tough to go against and that Cowboys defense as a whole. Uh, also had to face the Bills. That's not an easy defense. So maybe once this team gets to play like, I don't know, a cupcake of a defense, he will finally put some stats on the board that made people think, okay, this is a solid backup NFL quarterback. I couldn't even say like a solid NFL quarterback. He's not there yet. But bottom line, unless there is somebody else out there that you can get in the realm of possibility, this is a moot point. NFC East. Seven and one after two weeks. The only loss, the interdivision matchup between Dallas and the Giants. Last year, three of these teams, Philly, Dallas, and New York, made the playoffs. So, Chelsea, I ask you once again, is the NFC East the best division in football? And once again, we'll have three teams back in the playoffs. I don't know. If the Giants are in your division, doesn't that just ruin your team average, like your class average, just bringing down the whole team? Uh, but if you look at the top two teams in that division, the Cowboys and the Eagles, this is not even overreacting to two games of a sample size because before the season, we knew that the Eagles were going to be good and we knew that the Cowboys were going to be good as well. The Cowboys have looked flat out dominant. Like they've played some teams that are not at their best, but still this is a team on paper that should be good. I think the main thing is how good that defense for the Cowboys really looks. What Dan Quinn is doing over there on the defensive mm. side of the ball uh, with some really great pieces. Obviously, Micah Parsons makes your job a lot easier, but still, if we are talking about the, the two uh, the top two teams in each conference, wouldn't you say that the NFC East has like the best top two? Because, you know, it's tough to look across the league because look at the best teams in football. Who else do you have? Like the Chiefs, like the Chargers are on their way out. The Broncos, eh, Raiders, mm. uh, I know those were the sound effects that everybody was, you know, waiting <laughs> to hear. But doesn't it feel like those are the top two teams? Like if you're looking at just the top two. So yeah, I'll go fact or whatever we're saying, truth. <laughs> I'm going to say fact or truth. I, you know what? Here's the thing. I don't know. I know. I, you're right. 
I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say no just because it's so difficult to do. I'm not saying that all three of these teams, and I'm talking about clearly Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, maybe. I, I want to believe in the Commanders, but let's pump the brakes just a little bit. I'm trying to be a bit of a cynic here because it's early in the season. But also, when you have so many teams this good, they can beat up on one another a lot because the division is so talented, which will make it tougher long term for all three of the best teams in the division to make the postseason. And again, it's pretty rare. I think it's happened nine times. So it's a possibility. But I will say because the sample size is small and because I clearly it's Cowboys, Eagles, and then there's a drop down and I'm not sure about Washington yet, I will say no. I'm going to say it's going to be two. But still the best division in football. Yes. Okay. That's what I was going for. Because if not them, like who is the best Definitely division Definitely the best division. No question. But yeah. three playoff teams, I would pump the brakes on that. Best division, yes. All right. Chargers are 0-2, speaking of the L.A. Chargers. They're basically facing a must-win situation in Minnesota in Week 3. If for some reason the team that has Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, and on and on and on, drops to 1-3, Jinx, I ask you, is Brandon Staley done with the Chargers? I'm going to say yes. He should be. He should be. Because this is not this is not just about this season. This is about the tenure of Brandon Staley as head coach in L.A. And what have we seen? Bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. One of the worst, most embarrassing losses I've ever seen in the playoffs last year when they gave up. What was it? A 28-point lead? A 28-point lead in the playoffs, and you lose to the Jags? So you take that, and then you combine it with what we've seen this year and the bad decision-making. What case can you make for him staying? You can't. The Chargers have talent. They have to win this weekend. This is a must-win for the L.A. Chargers. It's hyperbolic. You hear it all the time. It's a must win for L.A. If they go on three, he's getting the axe. Yeah, it's a must win for Brandon Staley. And I think you hit the nail on the head. This is not a new conversation. This was a conversation last year, and a lot of people were scratching their heads when the Chargers didn't let him go last season because they blew all these leads. You've heard the term, they're going to charger, and that's exactly what the mm -hmm. Chargers do. They blow leads with Brandon Staley. You see the accumulation of talent that the Chargers now have. You've got a franchise quarterback. You've got excellent players on the defensive side of the ball. Anytime you have a Bosa brother on your defense, you got a good defense. They also have Khalil Mack, I believe. Uh, so it's at some point, you've got to look at the team and say, hey, we need a change because we see this so much when teams fire a head coach. Sometimes it's not even the head coach's fault. It's just if you're losing – Somebody has to take the fall. So like Brandon Staley, this year has been tough. They've lost both of these games by very tight margins. Lost the first game of the season by two. Lost the second game of the season by three in overtime. So I don't think it's based on just this season. It's definitely dating back to his entire tenure with the Chargers. But yes, it is warranted. And he's definitely on the hot seat. Isn't this a Charger thing? It I mean, Anthony, like it, Anthony Lynn it? before him, Norv Turner yeah. before that. I mean, seems like this is just a Charger thing. It may not be a Brandon Staley thing. They're cursed. Them. Yeah, I was just going to say, are they cursed? Cursed? That. who cursed the Chargers? Yeah, it's, not, <laughs> it's not me. It's the curse, guys. It's you. It's, it's not you. Me, it's you. The yeah, Chargers. that's right. You're Chargering. That existed before me, guys. Just remember that. <laughs> 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.